everybody, it's Aran here from the Dotcom Truths podcast. I'm here joined by Joe, who's a digital marketing and branding strategist, who's a digital nomad, right? Yes, I am. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So um, just uh, a little bit of intro. I'm gonna, um, me and Joe connected through the online course bundle where basically we've all joined and given courses as one package. And I went through Joe's course, one of them. You've got two courses, which you'll tell us about in a moment. Yeah. Um, but I was really impressed with the one that I did go through myself, which is the Instagram one. So I wanted to have a chat with her, learn a little bit more what you do and, uh, you know, share a bit of value. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me, how did you end up in the online world in the first place? How did that even come about? Yeah. Um, did not start with that intention in mind for sure. I was actually taking a nutritional science degree and I was on track to becoming a registered dietitian. And that was in uh, like 2013, 2014. And as I was doing that, I thought I really want to work online, but I dreamt of being a virtual dietitian basically and serving people with nutrition counseling online. So I started to look at what that could look like. I thought maybe I'd have a food blog as well. So I started doing some food photography uh, using Instagram for that. And even though it was in 2013, I really did not capitalize on Instagram like I wish I would have because it was so much easier to grow then, but it, it oh became nothing. Literally, my food Instagram became nothing, even though the photos were pretty good. Um, so I was doing this and working through university. And then one day I thought, you know what? I'm kind of figuring this Instagram thing out. I think I could manage other people's Instagrams for them. And so I reached out to a local juice and smoothie bar in my city and asked them if I could do their account and be the photographer for three months for free. And then maybe we'd continue to work together. Um, and so I did it. Then they hired me after. And from there, I started working with more clients in the wellness space. So a yoga studio, for example, um, a company that grew microgreens, like alfalfa sprouts and broccoli and stuff. So it was still applying my nutritional science knowledge in a way to the clients that I was managing social media for. Um, right. And then I still completed my degree, but definitely transitioned into being more of an online educator in the digital marketing space for now, mostly solopreneurs who offer an online service, whether it's coaches or freelancers that are maybe a virtual assistant, web designer, graphic designer, someone that's building their freelance business so that they can also be remote. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. That's great. How long did you serve local businesses for? Um, I think it was probably just two years. And I also kind of niched into working with influencers as my clients in that time. Um, and I was more of a brand strategist and content writer for these bloggers and influencers who were also more in the wellness space. So I had some clients in LA and um, New York and Raleigh, and I'm from Canada. So they were all completely you know, international from me. And I was yeah. helping them and also was able to see the back end of what a business as an influencer actually looked like. So all of those clients I had already had, you know, 80,000 to 200,000 followers. And right. I was serving them from a content basis, but also a bit of strategy. And we'd work together on stuff like that. So I think it was unique to see multiple different personal brands in that way. And I learned a lot from that too, from having that type of client. Yeah, that's amazing. How did you mentor yourself or who mentored you on learning this stuff? Yeah, I really the very beginning took like no education and didn't work with a course until or with a coach sorry until so late until just this past year but I would attribute all of my knowledge to podcasts I constantly had podcasts in my ears um Amy Porterfield was a big one for me Gary Vaynerchuk okay. mostly for motivation I listened to a lot of um Rick Mulready who's like the Facebook ads kind of guy for a while back then even though I never did Facebook ads I learned a lot from him to do a bit of my own and then also to hire someone uh, eventually to do mine. Um, what other podcasts are big for me? But in my city, um, which is a small city, like less than a million people in central Canada, I was kind of 
the only person, not the only person, but it wasn't as easy to find another digital nomad or someone else in my space at all. So I had to have the podcast there. And you know how they say you become the five people you surround yourself most yeah. with. I was surrounding myself with these podcast hosts. And that's how I learned, yeah, almost everything. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. So just through continuously investing in yourself, listening and spending every time listening to stuff like that. Hey? Yes. And just Amazing. continuing to learn for sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. If you had to list the specific high income skills that you have learned in your business that are, have served you both long-term and short-term, which, what would those skills, which skills would those be? Mm, I think um, being a strong storyteller and so a strong okay. content writer, not, not necessarily a good copywriter because that's a hard skill for everyone to learn, but just really getting super clear on what your offer is, first of all, and then being able to explain it to different types of people in different ways uh, through stories and through really clear messaging versus just sounding like you're selling all the time, I guess. But really, um, yeah, bringing people into your brand through content writing is a very, very strong skill and something that I think that you can just practice, practice and continue to share the same information and the same stories. I think sometimes we get nervous that we've shared about something once and now we think everyone has heard it and everyone remembers the story that we told when really so few people in your audience remember and it's okay to keep, use that same, keep using that same messaging. In fact, you definitely should so that people just become used to that, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's awesome. That's awesome. Just to give you a little bit about like what I do with the dot-com truths and the niche I'm in. So I'm in the make money online niche. Mm. And I'm, my whole goal is to help people start and scale a side or full hustle without the marketing hype. Because we yeah. both know there's a lot of marketing hype out there and yep. you know, just pull in all sorts of directions and do a five-day challenge and the world will change and stuff like that. Mm. And I, I kind of, what I go with my clients is get a high income skill first. First of all, stop listening to the marketing hype. Mm-hmm. Number two, get a high income skill. doesn't matter if it's content writing or it's SEO or it's mm-hmm. Facebook ads, but get a skill that you can serve businesses with as a service. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah. SEO, Facebook ads are so, so powerful. It's not a skill that I have really. <laughs> so that definitely didn't come to mind, but yeah, of course, of course, Facebook Any ads skill, are a really yeah. cool one. And then also niching with whatever skill you have, like really talking to a direct client, whatever client you want that to be really as a freelancer, you get to pick what type of person that you work with and speaking to yeah. them because if I find someone that I feel like is speaking right to me, I'm going to hire them. No question because it seems yeah. like their offer is really made for my business. Yeah. Yeah. Who do you like working with? Um, as a client? Yeah. Um, so I think my ideal client now, mostly what I do is I take people through a 90 day business and branding kind of foundations program where we lay the groundwork for their freelance business. So setting up the starting business plan, um, pricing and packaging sales, all of that stuff. So my ideal client there is a freelancer who has a side hustle right now that they yeah want to scale full time. Um, I think the ideal, ideal person for me is a coach. Um, but yeah, yeah. I like. Would all. you say it's something that you're still, still figuring out all the time to kind of hone in on who you're, t- you're working with exactly? Um, yeah, like I know that my program serves those two groups really well, specifically the freelancers and the coaches for sure. Okay. Um, because coaches tend to have a more personal brand, like more opportunity to go the personal branding route and then also a bit of a higher ticket offer. I just mm. feel like I can help them get to where they need to be a little bit quicker. Um, but I came from being a social media manager, which is the freelancer side. So I understand I both sides for sure. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, yeah, no, that's awesome. That's awesome. And then in terms of your own Instagram and, you know, because you've got your own Instagram, you know, you got your own personal brand. How mm-hmm. much focus do you put on your own personal brand on your own Instagram versus serving your clients and helping build theirs? Um, as in time-wise? Yeah. 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 So now I probably am only posting on my feed two or three times a week, but I actually don't recommend that my clients are doing much more than that. It's, it takes a lot of time to create high quality as far as like the value and the image goes post. And I am, um, I really like Instagram stories because they're quick, they're quick to make, they don't have to be curated. And again, they're going to delete in 24 hours. So I uh, teach a lot about the power of Instagram stories for your personal brand and talking to the camera and how that, that can really help sell as well. Um, but my time is spent um, right now. I don't want to say 50, 50, probably like yeah, maybe 50% working within my own business, not just my Instagram, of course, but, you know, writing emails and doing all that other stuff. And then 50% specifically with clients on calls or yeah, different coaching or creating yeah. something for them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Awesome. How long have you been a digital nomad for? Um, I've been full-time for myself, working for myself for two years before that it was like a side hustle for two or three years. And for the first year of that, I lived just in Canada where I was living. And then for the last year, almost a year exactly, I've been a digital nomad. So I was in Bali um, for a lot of last year. And then I also traveled a bit in Europe. I was in Italy and Amsterdam, where I am now, Spain and England. And then I went back to Canada for the summer. And now I'm back in Amsterdam, hoping to go to Lisbon shortly. And then maybe somewhere a bit hotter after that. (laughs) That's very cool. Very Mm -hmm. cool. What would be your advice to somebody who wants to do the type of a lifestyle? Uh, I think just like, don't be afraid that it's hard because... (laughs) It's, it's a bit complicated, I guess, but I don't think things are hard and you don't maybe need the um, income that you think to be able to travel. It's very, very realistic, especially if you don't have a lease at home or something to pay for. I think like having an mm. apartment lease is one of the big things that holds people back and you don't have to create your own business to become a digital nomad. You can just get a virtual job. And sometimes I wonder if I had known that five years ago, would I have just gotten a virtual job and, <laughs> and not have any of this because I just wanted to be able to be remote. That's all I cared about. But I didn't even realize that you could just right. for a company remote. I just, it just didn't click. <laughs> so yeah, um, right. yeah, knowing that it's definitely achievable that's what I would tell people. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Huh. And then I, I want to transition to a little bit about your courses, right? Cause you've yeah. got two courses. So there's one that I know about the other one. I don't know anything about, but okay. first of all, I just want to, this online course bundle, what I really like about it, obviously we're offering it for 147. Some courses will be great. Some courses will be average. Some are just freebies that people give to be able to build their list, whatever. Everybody's got their reason to give a course. Mm. But I just want to acknowledge like your Instagram course, it is very well put together. I mean, it's script. You could tell it's scripted, it's edited. It's, you know, it's very summarized. It's no fluff. It's like really, really well, well put together. Should Mm. we expect the same quality on the other course? Yeah. Yes, of course. Absolutely. That (laughs) Girl Meets Gram is the Instagram marketing course that I have in the bundle and the one that you've been working through. And that was the first course that I ever made. And because I have a bit of a background in photography, I have nice gear and I just could not make anything that was not pretty, (laughs) you know, like a webcam camera wasn't good enough for me. I had to use my big DSLR camera. And because I can edit videos, I'm obviously going, going to edit and I want to make beautiful slide decks and make sure that the whole experience is lovely while you're listening to my voice teach you about Instagram. So they're really fun to put together. And then the other course that I have is how to create an ambassador program for your business. So how to leverage influencers um, and create an influencer marketing program 
just as, as part of your marketing strategy, basically, because it is such a cost effective way to spend marketing dollars. And I think it's efficient for maybe not necessarily a personal brand, but it would be more of like an affiliate program if it was a personal brand, but small, medium and large businesses can really benefit from using influencer marketing. If you're choosing the right people and where the money is lost is just choosing people based on that following number and not necessarily their audience or if that follower is actually accurate, follower number is accurate. Um, so that's what the course takes you through really how to build that, including the roles of the person in your company that's doing it if you're trying to outsource it and the whole thing. Yeah, that's awesome. Is that course already ready to go and stuff? Uh, yep. Yes, it is. Okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> if, if you had to explain somebody, so I don't know if a lot of my audience will necessarily know what's influencer marketing and why, mm. why it's beneficial. How would you explain that? Yeah, good question. So if you are scrolling on Instagram and you see a post that says hashtag sponsored or hashtag ad, that means that a business is using an influencer to market their product. So if your um, favorite blogger influencers, you know, holding a product in the photo, talking about it in their Instagram stories, and they're using those hashtags, they're being paid to do that. So it's kind of like a commercial, but what's so powerful about influencer marketing is it's kind of almost more like word of mouth marketing because you're hearing this ad from someone that you trust or you like their advice or you like their lifestyle or whatever it is so it can really convert well for brand awareness a hundred percent and then also for sales as well so what a company might do is um, set some goals uh, for a campaign and a budget of course and then choose a handful of large macro influencers that maybe have audiences over a hundred thousand or even more nano influencers or micro influencers that are between the like 10,000 and 50,000 audience mark. Um, and then they would have to go through the process of onboarding those people, tell them what they want to happen with the campaign, what the goal is. You usually create something called the creative brief, which I also uh, teach how to create in the course. And then the, yeah, the campaign would move forward in that way. And there's definitely lots of variables when setting up your own influencer marketing program like how many posts you want, how long you want the contracts to be, um, the core messaging, and, and if you want it for a promotion or if you want it to be ongoing kind of, or if it's like for one launch or one sale within the business. But yeah, the course again takes you through all that and making those decisions and what goes into that. That's awesome. That's awesome. So you've got um, micro influencer, nano influencer, and macro. Is that right? Yes. That's the three. I would say, yeah. So it's under 10,000, 10 to 50 is the, mac, the nano and then 100,000 and above, 50,000. Yeah, some people have, there's some different graphics in the course that show different breakdowns. Yeah. I think there might be one above mega influencer or something if it's over okay. um, because 100,000 to a million is a really, really wide Big gap. spread. So there's a couple different ways to break it down, but okay. the way you said it is, yeah, fairly accurate. And what's even interesting is people with less than 10,000 followers, even around like the 2000 mark can be making money off of brand deals and working with brands as well. Um, and I have mm. another course outside the bundle called monetize your influence, which is to teach you how to work with brands as an influencer. So it's kind of the two courses together serve both sides, the businesses that want to yeah. hire influencers, the people who want to become influencers. Um, and yeah, you really don't need to have a huge established audience to be able to yeah. make money in this space. So it's really cool. Totally, totally. How do you monetize? What's your main primary income uh, being a digital nomad, what you're doing? Like, is it the coaching? Is it the course that you're now selling? Is it the, um, the Instagram? Like, do you have brand deals? What's your main... 
Yeah, my main source of income is through uh, my online program that is paired with coaching. So I have a 12-week program that's called Solopreneur Business Bootcamp that we do um, like initiation calls. Of course, when people come in, there's a bit of a mastermind in there. There's weekly coaching and hot seats. And that is pretty much my core offer right now. And I barely work with people outside of that unless they uh, join one of these other courses that are more self-led. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah. And then you're on Instagram, anything on that or that's just to find clients for yourself? Um, oh yeah. I don't have, I don't um, work with any companies right now on Instagram. I would really go for a long-term brand deal if that was a priority, like doing a one-off deal is just, it's not really helpful for anyone. First of all, for my audience to hear me talk about something once is going to convert into just a few sales, if any. Um, so for the brand, it's a bit of a waste. And then for myself as well, I don't want to be like this one, one time talking about something my audience has never heard me talk about. So, um, I have some affiliate work that I do with HoneyBook and also ConvertKit, which is really good. Definitely not something I necessarily try and push to sell, but if someone, um, asks me, like I'm going to send them in the direction of ConvertKit, for example, I love them. I use them. Um, but that would be it. But brand deals are aren't actually a big part of my income by choice. Yeah, got it. Mm-hmm. Sounds great. You full-fledged service provider who's been through all sorts of income skills and expertise and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. The first couple of years were kind of just throwing things at the wall. And I was like, what, what yeah. is my offer going to be? And now, um, now I have so much more experience and I just love serving people in the way that I do. So it feels uh, cohesive and consistent and it's all good. That's awesome. That's awesome. So I won't even ask you about Instagram course. My audience just tends to take my word that it's a great course. So I definitely like, if anyone's going to get the bundle, like it is definitely like, if you don't know Instagram and, or you're not sure how it works or you haven't made any good use of it, the, the course is like, takes you fundamentals really, like really, really well. There's a really high quality workbook as well. It's like 20 pages, right? 20 pages workbook. Yes. So uh, yeah, highly, highly recommended on that one. Thank you. Yeah. I'm all about the no fluff trainings. Just what you need to know. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And if somebody wants to know more about you, how, how do they find you? How do they reach you? Yeah, I would love to hang out on Instagram. My handle is J-O-H-H-H-A-N-N-A. Three H's because I really want people to pronounce that H. Call me Johanna or Joe is fine as well. Um, But Instagram is the best place. And I'd love to connect with anyone there and send me a message or I'll say hello. And that would be super fun. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. This video will probably be on YouTube. So I'll definitely leave a link in the description for that and anything else you've got to give as well. Cool. Thank cool. You so All right. Well, thanks a lot for your time. Really appreciate it. Yeah. We'll yeah. Soon then. Yeah, we'll stick soon. Thanks a lot. Goodbye. Hey, thanks so much for listening. Hope you got some value out of this. Um, if you want to get a hold of this course, from Joe and also other courses, you can go to coursesbundle.com. I will leave it in the description and otherwise I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks a lot.